Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I'm thrilled to be here with you on this episode of Saturday Soundbites, where we talk about all the things I love, visibility strategy. We talk about public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, network, and mindset. All the things you need to know to grow your business, really put yourself out there and be empowered to do what it is you were put on this earth to do. So we, uh, on this episode, I have a fantastic guest. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about impact, creating a movement, and really get you inspired to go out there and do what you need to do for yourself and for your business. But before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening, on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments. My guest and I will be sure to connect with you. And of course, you can always reach me at veronicavsofer.com. Don't forget the V, it's for Victoria in the middle there. And uh, I will be sure to connect with you, answer any questions you might have. And if you've got some great ideas for some guests, make sure you shoot them our way. So we'll go ahead and get started by bringing on our Amazing guest today. I have Marcy Amaro joining us. Welcome, Marcy. Hi. Thank you, Aranka, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited too. I love, love leadership. I love talking about mindset. I love talking about all those things that really get people pumped about who they are for the world and what they're doing. So um, this episode is going to be fantastic. Um, Marcy, tell us a little bit about yourself. How does one become a speaking and leadership coach? <laughs> Well, um, for me, the trajectory started by becoming a teacher. I was actually a middle school and high school teacher for over 20 years. But one of the things that disillusioned me about the system and made me look for another path was that I started to realize that very early on in the educational process, we tend to do things that squelch creativity, that mm. silence kids' voices, that keep them from really projecting and presenting themselves as who they are. And that started disheartening me because I saw all these kids with unlimited potential who felt like they had nothing to bring because maybe they weren't as good in the things that were measured by the system, right? So maybe they weren't as great at math or science or language arts, and they thought that they had nothing valuable to bring when in reality, they might have been really amazing creative souls. So that started me on a search looking for what was it that we needed to help impart in the world mm -hmm. that would create a space in which everybody shines their genius, in which everybody lives in their purpose and passion, and in which everybody gets to speak out for the things that they know they can change in the world. And I started to realize that that sense of helplessness that I was noticing in the kids was actually still present in even very successful adults mm -hmm. who had their businesses, who were doing the things that they wanted to do, but they didn't really know how to 
project their voices out to the world, how mm -hmm. to speak their messaging in a way that resonated, how to create the impact that they had in their heart to create. And so I shifted and I started working with entrepreneurs and business leaders and community leaders and faith leaders, helping them refine their voices and their messaging, helping them tap into self-leadership which is slightly different than general leadership. Yeah, and yeah. Then, I'm going to ask you about that because I saw yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, and we will talk about that gladly. Um, and then that leads to being able to create this impact that they've always dreamt of creating, which eventually, for most of them, ends up creating movements around their message and their passion. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so fantastic. I love that because I think um, the idea that adults have it all put together and we know exactly what we're doing is not true. And so when yeah. you do break out into a new space, you, all those blocks start coming up for you, especially in your messaging, um, which is so important to be on target. But if it's not, it's, if it hasn't been calibrated correctly inside, it may not show up the, the way you think it's showing up for people as you're Absolutely. speaking. So I love that you share that. That's fantastic. Well, um, Marcy, yeah, tell us a little bit about self-leadership. You said that, and I put a little asterisk here on my notes. <laughs> Describe self-leadership and what that really means today. Okay, so the main difference between leadership as we know it and mm -hmm. self-leadership is that self-leadership focuses on taking on full responsibility and ownership for your mm -hmm. life, right? And I have found, especially as I work with leaders, that it's very hard to lead outward when you can't lead inward. So if you can't manage everything that is going on in, inside of you, if you are living as a victim, allowing every shift of the wind to move you in a different direction, or if you can't manage things that are of our everyday, right? Like our emotions, our thoughts, being in control of our decision-making, those types of things, then it's really difficult to rally anybody behind you so that you can call yourself a leader, right? So self-leadership focuses mainly on understanding that we get to own our space. We get to own our, what I call our world, right? So our mind, our relationships, our work, the outcomes that we create, the growth that we experience, that's all part of our world. And it starts by managing our emotions in a way that allows us to make effective decisions, control our outcomes, and understand that we get to respond instead of react, right? So a lot of us live reactively. This thing happens, I do this. This emergency is thrown my way, I fix it. Uh, we are putting out fires all day because we live reactively. Self-leaders are responsive. So we look at things from a wide perspective we see how it can be affected by our independent actions. And then we take the actions that we believe will best ripple out and create the eventual results that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. And I totally see that working. How do you feel like um, people, especially now with COVID and us living a different way than we did two or three years ago. Um, how do you feel like that self-regulation of emotions and the ability to take a step back? How do you feel like entrepreneurs um, are, are struggle with that or process through that? Because I feel like there was some isolation for a little bit. And for those entrepreneurs who were out and about at networking events or very involved in philanthropic efforts, all of a sudden they got shut in and we had to rethink mm -hmm. how we did business and get comfortable on Zoom and do some of those things. How do you show up when you're shut in basically? No, absolutely. I think that one of the things that the pandemic forced us into 
was the space of understanding that we can't rely on outside all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And that we, if we allow whatever is going on outside to be the dictating force for how we act and what we do, then we are putting ourselves in a very precarious situation. Ultimately, entrepreneurs are problem solvers. Mm -hmm. And every entrepreneur who sat during the pandemic and instead of saying, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Why is this happening to me? I'm done. What's going to happen next? Instead of asking that said, okay, how can I use this? How can I be of service to others? What can I do today that is going to start moving me in the direction of continuing on with what I get to offer, living the life that I want to live? Those are the ones who continue to thrive versus the ones that allowed the isolation and the being shut down to squelch and to dissipate what mm -hmm. they can offer, right? Mm -hmm. So I think for all of us and going directly to your question, it's a mindset of, like I said before, not allowing yourself to step into victimhood, right? So anytime, and I think questions are invaluable in this process of self-leadership, right? So instead of asking yourself questions that put you in a space of victim, like, why does this happen to me? What now? There's nothing I can do. What am I going to do next? That type of thing. Instead of doing that, if you ask questions like, how can this serve me? How can I use this? How can this mean something positive? How can this be of value to me and to the people that I serve? Asking those types of questions shifts your mindset out of victim and into power. Mm -hmm. And once you step into that power, into that essence of what you can always control and what you can always do, then that allows you to move forward. And it propels you even because now you're not in this, oh, what am I going to do uh, feeling and emotion? And you're in the, oh, I have that possibility. And once you find one, I don't know if this happens to you, yeah. but more to bet yeah. it does, right? Once you find one possibility, it's like, oh, I could also do that and that and that and that. And then you just start moving. And as you start taking action in one, 20 more reveal. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it works with the brain. And it mm -hmm. all starts, like I said, with doing our best to step out of that victim mentality and asking questions that empower us and that allows us to live out that power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important for people to understand is you've got an opportunity here to step into your power and out of victimhood. Um, and right, I mean, I, I read a report not too long ago that talked about how the pandemic has spurred businesses and I think it's those people who already had that either wiring or inspiration or training or coaching or whatever it is they had that took them to the next level. Marcy, that's um, that's really important for folks to to tap into. What are some of the ways that people can tap into that? If if you're new to this space, you've never worked <laughs> with a coach, you you don't know how do how do you even get started? What are some of the basics that someone can do to just start the process? I am a firm believer in that everything worthwhile begins with clarity and awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So it is really, really important. I think that that's one of the things that very often when people start trying to venture into something new, they forget to tap into the clarity and awareness that comes from inside, right? Of being really aware of who they are. And that's why I believe very often people start ventures, start businesses, start projects and don't finish them is because they don't take the time at the beginning to really reconnect and be coherent and congruent in who they are, 
what their gifting is, what their strengths are. I call it gifting. Um, sure. What their valuable uh, assets are, the things that they can already have in the plus column and really take stock of all the positives that they get to bring before they start stepping forward. Because I have experienced it myself where I think, okay, this would be a good idea because I heard something or I saw something or whatever. Oh, this would be a good idea. Let me try it. But as I started, it doesn't really resonate with who I am with what's strong inside of me. And I end up having all these doubts and all these questions and all this insecurity. And it's because I'm not tapping into all that possibility that was already within me. And right. we all have it. I'm a firm right. believer that we all have it. So if we can start with being fully aware, asking ourselves the questions of what am I really passionate about? What draws out my compassion and my excitement? What is something that I love to research and to be involved in? What is something that if I start talking about it, I could talk about it for hours and not stop right. and start looking at the patterns and the, the consistencies and look at how we can use those things that are in those patterns and consistencies to find the answer, to find the solution, to work out the problem, then we will get much, much farther because we're starting for, from a place of alignment or congruency. Right. 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 And that alignment is so important. And your values change. I mean, there's different seasons oh, yeah. of your life. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, for those people that still are um, bathing kids at night and getting them books read and tucked in, your your values are going to be different than someone who's, you know, whose kids are off to college. And so that's Absolutely. certainly something um, to reevaluate pretty regularly. Um, Absolutely. Because I know I've, I've worked with a couple of different people and I've realized as their family life transitioned, their businesses transitioned because their values transitioned and Absolutely. they stayed completely connected to that, um, which was a good lesson for someone, you know, observing on the outside. So, um, Marcy, let's talk a little bit about creating movement, right? We yeah. talked mm -hmm. about self-leadership and how it can um, really get you where you need to, to have the fundamentals and get you started. Then it can start making an impact. But let's talk about movement because that's ultimately where people are like, yeah, 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 I get that. And I'll go back to that. But what's in it for me? How do I get my business <laughs> moving? How do I get seen and heard? Yeah, well, the hardest thing I'm going to say probably throughout our entire conversation and that most people don't want to hear is that you cannot create a movement or, or have the impact that you want to have if you're hiding in the shadows. Ooh, so if you yeah. are <laughs> So yeah. if you are in obscurity, if nobody knows who you are, if you're not willing to be uncomfortable every once in a while and be visible, then it is nearly impossible. I'm sure somebody could figure it out somewhere, so I never like to go to absolutes, right? <laughs> um, but it's nearly impossible in my experience in my opinion for you to have any impact let alone create a movement. The movement starts when you are willing to, again, own what you stand for. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about standing for something in a second. But when you're willing to own what you stand for and you're willing to be visible and vocal with what you stand for, nobody's going to follow you if they don't know what on earth you stand for. Right. right. It's like that uh, Aaron Burke quote, if you stand for nothing, then what do you fall for? A Hamilton quote. Yeah, anyway, that's right. Um, I, I was seeing it in my head as you were saying it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really important to be visible and vocal. And in that, and this is something that is very sensitive in the space that we live in, but you have to be willing to polarize. 
Yeah. And that is something that people are so afraid of. It's like they want to be liked, especially in this cancel culture that we live in, right? Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be loved. Nobody wants the trolls to come after them. Nobody wants to be hated. But you cannot create a movement standing in the middle of the road. You mm. won't get anywhere yeah. standing in the middle of the road. So in order to create a movement, you have to be willing to not just um, be visible and be vocal about you believe, what you believe, but you can't be wishy-washy. You can't stand for something one second and another thing the next because people will get tired of you. They will stop following you. They will follow the leader that is willing to take the arrows in the back, <laughs> like one of my mentors, Russell Brunson, said, um, in order for them not to have to, right? So if you want to lead, you have to know that you're going to have to take the arrows in the back. You're going to have to stand in the front and take all the insults, take all the booze, take all the, but you're also going to experience a different level of reward yeah. that comes from that. Because then you're opening up the space for others who share your vision, who share your position and your stance, but who maybe don't have the platform or don't feel led to or called to lead that movement, you're going to mm -hmm. open up the space for them to rally behind you and do what they need to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. I even wrote that down. You cannot create a movement by standing in the middle of the road. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And that is definitely what we're wanting to do is empower people. Well, um, Marcy, tell us a little bit about how you work. What are some of the projects and programs that you have that really help people get uh, to where they need to get so they can start creating movement for, in their businesses? Absolutely. Well, like I mentioned before, one of the key things to creating movements is to be willing and able to be visible and, vo and vocal, right? Mm -hmm. And there are better ways. I don't think there's any real wrong way for you to be visible and vocal. It might not be socially accepted, but if you can rally people behind you, then more power to you, right? Right. But right. there are better ways to do it. And I believe the best, most effective, most efficient and fastest way to create this kind of visibility is to speak in front of other people. So I work, that's why I call myself a speaking and leadership coach, because I always see that as the first step to yeah. really creating a movement that is solid, is being able and willing to speak the right way to the right people. So one of the first things I do with my clients who feel that this is where they need to start is I have what is called the speaking catalyst workshop, speaking confidence, sorry, catalyst workshop where I help you step into the confidence that you need in order to be able to take on any stage. And by stage, I don't just mean standing in front of a live audience, right? This right. is a stage, you and I talking. Right. If you are in a meeting, that's a stage. So anytime you need to, you have the opportunity to share your vision, your message, your brand, your cause, that to me is a speaking opportunity. So the very first thing I do is help them gain the confidence to do that. Once they have the confidence to stand in front of others, then the next step is helping them create what I call a spark talk, which is how do you take your pivoting stories? And it's not just one. Like I think one of the mistakes that leaders often make is thinking that they have one story worth sharing. No, you have right. a lot of stories yeah. worth sharing, right? <laughs> so I help you identify your pivoting stories and translate them into presentations or speeches where you can spark action from your audience where you can start that transformational impact so that people feel led and moved to do something, not just listen and be inspired, but do something 
as a result of that. So I call those spark talks. And then from there, the following stage is just working directly with me in a mastermind to work on your self-leadership and enhancing that self-leadership so that you are in a position to effectively, effectively leave your movement. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. And I love that formula. And I love that process because I think I believe in everything you just said. I'm like, yes, it's freak it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, um, Marcy, I put your website um, um, on the screen for those of you watching on YouTube or Facebook. And for those of you on the podcast, it will be in the show notes. What's the best way for people to connect with you? What is what's what's the best way that people can reach you quickly and find out more about what you do? The fastest and quickest ways are obviously the website and Instagram. Okay. So if you look for Marcy.amaro on Instagram, I believe that's my handle. Just type Marcy Amaro, you'll find me. <laughs> um, we'll make then, sure it's in the links. Yeah, and I'm the only Marcy Amaro with gray hair. So look for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you look for me on Instagram and you DM me, I check my DMs constantly. So it's even faster than email. My email is on my website and it's marcia.com, but really the fastest is Instagram, DM me, and I will make sure to answer your questions and I would love to connect with all of you. Oh, that's awesome. Marcy, it's been such a pleasure having you on Saturday Soundbites. I love everything that you shared and I certainly want um, our listeners and our viewers to connect with you because if you've got a story to tell, then Marcy's going to be the right person to help you get it told. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Marcy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. All right, everybody, that wraps up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. So excited to have Marcy Amaro on our webs um, on our podcast. Her website information will be on the show notes, so make sure you connect with her. But if you need to reach out to her immediately, DM her on Instagram. That's the best way to reach Marcy there. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Saturday Soundbites. As always, I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, thrilled to bring you phenomenal guests that are going to help you grow your business and really get your visibility strategy out there in the world so that you can do what it is you're supposed to do. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments. And if you catch the replay, hashtag replay, tag Marcy and I, and we will be sure to connect with you. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light.